0: guys and welcome to episode nine of the cut the cameras podcast you may notice if you're watching on youtube or anchor videos that this is a video episode and if you're listening at home and you would love to watch the video you can go check it out on my youtube channel at will's camera um this is my first video episode and the reason why is because a very special occasion i have isa as a guest today yes
1: hi <laughs> one of
0: my close personal friends so i'm really excited to have her on because I haven't had, like, a non-public figure friend. Really? Is that offensive?
1: No. No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: So, just a quick disclaimer for those who are watching the video. It is near sunset time, because we have school today, Mm -hmm. in the Netherlands. So, it may get darker. But we're just going to have a cozy little talk. We got our April Spritz homemade. So good. So So good. We're 18, in Europe. And speaking of living in Europe, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about living abroad. Okay, so Issa and I are going to start with our highs and lows. You go ahead. I go first. Your high and low of the okay. week.
1: So my high is that my siblings visited me from university. They all live in America, so, like, they can't really come very often. Um, so that was really nice because they came for, like, our winter break, which was quite, a, like, a few weeks. So
0: Yeah, they came for a while.
1: Yeah, they did. They came for a long time.
0: Um, my high is we together uh we're just in berlin uh last weekend for a photography trip and i like i think my specific high was going to your guys's room hopefully yeah. the teachers are watching this because that was against the rules but hung, hang out in your room it was really nice yeah. um lows
1: my low probably having to catch up on all the work we missed when we were in berlin because we did miss like a um, a day of school, and then also we couldn't work over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of work to catch up on.
0: Milo, oh my god. What's Speaking your of traveling together, East and I have been a lot of places together. We, we don't have time to get into all of it. Yeah. But in a couple of weeks, we're going to Nepal, also with school, which is crazy. It's which is crazy.
1: Crazy. Um,
0: but I, th- on the Berlin trip and the trip before, mm-hmm. I had to stay with a guy, and nice guy, but it's like someone who I don't know that well. Someone who, like, I'm not uncomfortable around, but, like, it would obviously be much more fun to stay with my friends. Mm -hmm. And all my friends are female, like, for the most part. So I've been trying to work out staying with Issa in Nepal in a room, and it's just been such a process. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that people are working on it because they are trying to get, like, forms, but it's just, like, it seems like a bigger thing than it is. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my dad about it last night, and he was like, like, it doesn't make sense now to have gendered housing because, one, there's tons of people who don't identify with a certain gender. Like, bitch, you're not going to put me with a female because you're worried about whatever's going to happen, but you're going to put me me... <laughs> but you're going to put me with a male! Yeah. Why are you going to put me... Like, yeah. oh, that's really foolproof.
1: Yeah. no There's but... a
0: higher chance of things <laughs> happening if you put me with a male hmm. than if you put me with a female. That's yeah. what I'm saying.
1: And when we were when we were talking with the guy who's, like, head with the program...
0: Oh, he he thought we were, like, non-gender conforming, which is is, is only funny because he, like, t- assumed. Because yeah. he said, I mean, you have short hair. Yeah, yeah. I have, like, he's a saying, nose ring. Yeah. He looked at and He said, mm, mm. you're one of those. No. <laughs> no. Girl with
1: short hair? Mm. Yeah.
0: Not girl. Person. No, no, no. no um, yeah. Non-binary girl. Mm. Um, no, it was just funny because we, were, we walked away from that and we were, like, he totally thought we were, like, non-gender conforming. Yeah. And we were, like, I don't know if this is offensive, but we were, like, we'll go with it if we can get a room. Um... <laughs> Anyway, okay, living abroad, living abroad to get mm. on topic, okay. I want to start, for them, uh, just talking about where we've each lived, because if okay. they're a new viewer, they may not know where I've lived, and nobody knows where you've lived, so yeah. you want to go first?
1: Okay, well, originally, uh, my family is French, uh, so all of my, like, siblings in, uh, were born in France, um, but I was born in Utah, America... <laughs> not my proudest fact but whatever you know anchor baby Uh, and then after utah we moved to ohio america i won't talk about it and then we moved to the netherlands the first time Uh, we lived right next to the belgian border our house is like a five minute walk from it it was really nice Mm -hmm. and then when i was like 10 we moved back to ohio for a year and then we left, my family was out of there. So she
0: lived in Ohio twice, yeah, sh- in case you didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Utah, but she lived in Ohio twice. Yeah. But now we get to the... yeah.
1: yeah now we, anyways, yeah, we moved from Ohio literally after a year, because my entire family was like fucking depressed living there, <laughs> like actually. And so we all moved to California for like five and a half years, and then we moved here last year.
0: Mm-hmm. How old were you when you moved to the Netherlands for the first time? I was six. What was your like initial reaction to moving?
1: Well, I mean, I was young, obviously, so mm-hmm. I don't really remember all of it. But mm-hmm. I remember being really excited about leaving Ohio. <laughs> uh, being no really... offense to the viewers in Ohio. Yeah, of course. If
0: anything, she feels your pain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, and I was, like, really excited about learning Dutch, about learning the language. Mm-hmm. And did and, you? And uh, Yeah, actually. The first time I lived there, I did, because I went to an international school where learning Dutch was, like, mandatory. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. um and oh my god and then I was also terrified because basic, if you have older sisters you know how they like to fuck with you um my older sisters convinced me that the reason we were moving to the Netherlands was because my mom had an affair with a Dutch guy <laughs> and he was my real dad and we were moving to the Netherlands so that they could like put me up for adoption so he could adopt me <laughs> and they like They went with that lie up until we moved there.
0: Did you tell your parents?
1: No, no. Oh, because you thought you were, like,
0: exposing.
1: Yeah. And I was like, no, maybe that my parents will forget about it. If I don't say anything, they won't give me away. I was (laughs) freaked out. (laughs) I love my sister so much. (laughs) Yeah, no,
0: you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, anyways. Me, I... And from well, I was born in Illinois, Chicago area. You were. Mhm.
1: Oh my from, god, I had no idea. Yeah.
0: Which um, <laughs> okay. is in the states, yeah. and then at three, I moved to friggin' Colorado, mm-hmm. which is fine. Northern Colorado, if y'all have ever been, it's just a bunch of like <laughs> rich white people. No. Um So I lived there until like eighth grade. That was a while—eleven years, something like that eighth grade i found out i was moving to germany my initial reaction was horrible i didn't know anything about germany except for like its past like its history yeah so i i was like completely like culturally unaware um anyway so i ended up moving to germany best experience ever and then in january last year a full year ago oh my god
1: it's been a year crate, your
0: hands are freezing <laughs> uh, it's been
1: a year it's been a
0: full year which is absolutely insane for best yeah yeah i've known you for a year
1: Crazy. oh my god our friendship is a year old Crazy.
0: Anyway, yeah, so then I moved to the Netherlands, and that's where I am now. Uh, the Netherlands. The Netherlands. <laughs> the n- Netherlands. N- I can't say that <laughs> word. Okay, anyway, um, Isa, mm-hmm. in your opinion, what is like a few of the best parts of moving around, living abroad, versus the worst parts? A, a few um, good, a few bads, pros and cons.
1: Okay, well, a few good, I'd say, is that... Um, well, I guess this is more about just moving around a lot in general mm-hmm. is that I get bored really easily of living in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that after like three years, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like I got to get out of here mm-hmm. just because my parents like love to travel. They've always loved to move around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've kind of instilled that culture in like mm-hmm. me and my siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love living in the Netherlands because all of my family, well, basically all of my family is in France. Mm-hmm. Um, And so it's so much easier to just, like, take a train and go see them, you know? When we lived in America, I never saw my family. Yeah. And, like, I'm a lot of years younger than my sisters, who were both born Mm -hmm. in France. And so they actually, like, knew my extended family, but I didn't didn't. know anyone, basically. And I only really got to know them once I moved to the Netherlands the first time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the second time. And I also just love the culture here. I find that it's really a lot more similar to French culture, which is once again, like, how my parents raised me. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, I just thought, I found it a little hard sometimes to... Integrate? Integrate with American culture sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It was just, which is weird because I lived there for, like, most of my life, but I find that, like, your family who you grow up with really shapes your culture, I Mm -hmm.
0: think. As much as I would love to label myself this... I don't think I am a third culture kid, mm-hmm. but I think you are like the embodiment of a third culture kid where you're mm. French, Algerian, Moroccan, yeah. born in the States, lived in the States an extended amount of time, but mm. also moved around during that time. Now you live in another place. That's still not your like home country. Home country.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah. well, that's, I guess, the th- or third culture kid experience. Yeah, I almost yeah. said third world kid. <laughs> third third world. world. Third world yeah. kid. Just two third world <laughs> Kids. Um, Africa? Yeah, no, stop, 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 stop. stop. Um, um, she's I, Moroccan, I'm, she can say it. I'm um, African, I'm out here. <laughs> okay. Um, would not been
1: bad.
0: Any really, you, you mentioned difficult parts. I think for me, the best part was like, after not having been exposed to multiple cultures living in Colorado, just like having an international community and like people from different mm-hmm. backgrounds. Because then your differences aren't, as um like they don't stick out as much, right? Cuz you come into an international environment um or a country that just has a higher or place in a country that has a higher international population that mm-hmm. people come with the expectation that they're going to be different from you, look different from you, act different from you, have different traditions than you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like w- when you're with people who are so similar, so many people who are so similar, any minor thing um they can point out and make fun yeah. of because they're not used to differences. So mm-hmm. that was my best part. The hard part is just like I didn't realize how hard this move was going to be. And then also, there is that sense of like, I don't know where I want to go next. Like, I don't know where I'm going to fit in. I don't Mm -hmm. know. There's parts of every place I've been that have irritated me, but there's also parts I've loved. So like the trade-off is hard to decipher. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Issa and I both go to international school, uh, an international school. I went to one before. Have you been to other international schools? Yeah. Yeah. So what has been your international school experience being the new kid let's start there right. we can talk about this school that we're currently at um, yeah okay your first day was when like a oh, month it,
1: at this school
0: at, yeah the school
1: um it was in august august 12th
0: 2021 2021
1: yeah <gasps> Oh my god. okay, okay. Really and like mine mine
0: was six months later in january 2022 yeah. so you talk about your experience and i'll talk about mine
1: Should I make this shady or no? No, I won't. Just be
0: real. Be real. Be real.
1: Be real. Um. Well, coming here was a little bit difficult, I'd say, the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, when you move anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta get your bearings. And, like, you're in a new country with a new school, new people, you miss your friends back home. Uh, like, it's always difficult, I think, to move. Mm-hmm. Um, but international school. Yeah, international, international school. Well, okay. The biggest difference I found was just it being a private school, like the financial states of a lot of uh-huh. the kids here. My old school was a public American school, and if any of you guys, me too. Go To that, you know that they can get pretty crazy sometimes and wild, yeah, literally wild. <laughs> <laughs> and the rumors are true, it gets yeah. actually crazy. Uh, yeah. People
0: throwing their lunchables, yeah, throwing the throw them lunchables, throw
1: their lunchables. <laughs> 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 and like that, just not everyone, like here in this school, everyone is pretty equal financially, you know, because we all. Are international school kids? You know, we all pay the same tuition. To yeah, but to there's also school. like the company and the company. Of stuff. course, of course, but like overall, yeah, it's like middle yeah. class, upper middle class. Like that's so, what impact they, but, did that
0: have for you?
1: What impact did that have?
0: Like as a new student, is that is that something you realized? Did that shine through in like a negative light or like a weird light?
1: No, in not any like sort of way. I, it's just like one of the first things I noticed, mm-hmm. um, and. Like when you're surrounded in that kind of environment, I think it's easy to lose touch a little bit.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Just because like
1: in my old school, I had friends who weren't like that, you Mm -hmm. know? And like, it's easy to forget that when you're surrounded by people who are so similar. That's interesting.
0: That's interesting because you think of an international school as a very diverse population and it Mm -hmm. is in like the scheme of like where you've lived. Nationality. Yeah. But there's also a diversity aspect in other ways that come with different types of schools because it's still a private school international Mm -hmm. school exactly my experience I went to an international school in Germany and it was the best school I've been to maybe so maybe not academically in a stereotypical sense Mm -hmm. but I created such good connections with students and teachers I have like friends who are teachers there and I don't have that here I don't I feel like all the teachers at our current school are really peculiar and they all have yeah I
1: love mine
0: I'm not saying in a bad way yeah but they all have very peculiar tendencies because and it makes me question like what type of people would an international school attract for a teacher. And I think that 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 is gonna attract people with a different set of interests or different reasons for moving abroad. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my school in Germany was tiny. There were eighteen kids in my entire grade, my entire class.
1: Say about that by the way.
0: So that that was really nice because you kinda have to integrate. Like it wasn't hard to integrate there. I made like one of my best friends was there right when I moved there and I'm I oh and I knew her since the first day. So that, I think, was just a special experience. And then another really close friend of mine moved the next year. But I, I was friends with everyone. I really love all those people. Mm-hmm. This school, I was like, this is going to be easy when I was moving. I was just really excited. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's
2: right.
0: oh, I had a really bad yeah. experience. I won't even sugarcoat it. First day, I talked to no one except Yusuf. But we didn't have any classes together. Yeah. I had three classes. I had four blocks that day, three classes. My first block on my first day was a free period. Oh, and I had no idea where to go. And yeah. my advisor just left me. So I was like... "Oh my god." Um, but anyway, I, at the very end of the day, after literally talking to no one, mm-hmm. Issa complimented my outfit, which is really sweet, in like a 20-minute advisory. Mm-hmm. And I got her Instagram, which I'm really glad I did. I worked yeah. up the nerve to ask for it at the end of the day. So proud of you. Um, but the second day... This was in the height oh, of yeah. COVID in the Netherlands. The second day, my entire grade was sent onto online school. On my second day of school, so I did my second day of school online. Yeah. Talked to no one. The third day, I would test a negative, and I hadn't lived in the country for more than three days. Yeah. So I got to go back to school. Awful. The whole class didn't. <laughs> the whole class didn't get to go back to school. My first, my first meeting with like teachers of mine and my first. Sorry, I'm like burping.
1: I can't
0: hear anything. <laughs> okay. um, my first experience in class was literally me sitting alone in the room with the teacher oh and God. the rest of the class online. You know, so our friend Izzy, who's coming here, I remember mm-hmm. she was the only one who said anything about it too. She was like, mm-hmm. hi, Will, I'm Izzy, on like the whiteboard. and mm-hmm. But everyone else was just like, because yeah. what the hell? Like, for real? Like, who are you? Yeah. So anyway, and then it still is difficult. Like, until I found, until I located your little lunch table... Oh, yeah. I, like, wasn't, I was, like, not with people. It was, like, wow, because you could, you kind of, like, I kind of had a little ego going into it because I had so many friends in Germany, and I really knew the town. It just felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, like, kind of thinking that you're, like, hot shit. Like, you're cool. Or, like, you have a lot of friends to go into nothing. I was, like, this is humbling. Yes. I get to be the loser.
1: Yeah, okay, that was low-key my experience as well. Every move I've had in my life has been really positive. Like, the move to the Netherlands, even though... That lie that my sister's told was <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> <It> was <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> I made friends on like literally the first day. And like when you're young, it's, easy it's easier. It's easier.
0: And everyone's excited about a new story.
1: Exactly. But then like my move to California, I made friends so easily mm. as well. And I was like happy to leave Ohio. Yeah. And so, you know, you have high expectations, I guess. And then you get here you're like, oh. Oh girl, yeah. 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 Not
0: to change subject, but I feel like I'm literally just drinking Aperol.
1: I know, me too. There's like,
0: there no was like a second. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyway. Um, Do ours taste different? Do you want to try mine?
0: Yeah. One second. Intermission.
1: Intermission. If I Holy was sponsored, shit. I you would. Holy You drank so much. <laughs> Wait.
0: Yours oh. is less. Yeah, mine less. is
2: less. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. La la. Uh, la la. Mm. Um,
0: okay. So, being the new kid. Uh, uh, yeah. No one oh. likes being the new kid. But- oh, also, yeah.
1: sorry, circling back.
0: Yeah. Oh, circling okay. all the way
1: back. Okay. <laughs> the thing you said about there being like so few kids in your old school, that was another like shock to me. Because even my old international school, the one before, like, not even just my Wait, public schools. Wait, that was but, a
0: shock when you heard that from me?
1: No, when I came here to the Netherlands. Sorry, let me clarify. It was shocking to me how few students there are in this school that we're in right now. This
0: school to me feels overwhelming now.
1: Which is crazy. It's crazy because there's like 100 kids in our grade maybe? 120? Yeah, not much. Yeah, that's like so little My old me. high
0: school is going to have 2,000 kids, so that's yeah. like 500 per class.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my god, even like like going from 20 to 100, I was like overwhelmed. Isn't that weird? Yeah,
1: crazy. But my middle
0: school had more kids than this than school that we're at. Me it's too! It's hard not to say the name. I'm going to expose where we go to school. I know, you're um, going to have to
1: beep it out. Yeah.
0: But... <laughs> okay. Have you experienced any reverse culture shocks, which may be harder for you because, but you've lived in America and Europe. Yeah. yeah. I hate the US, the States. I don't like America. Yeah. Um, No. And and Europe. When you go back to the States to visit or when you've Mm -hmm. lived back and forth, do you ever have culture shocks, reverse culture shocks, reverse, reverse culture shocks?
1: (laughs) Um... I find it kind of hard to connect with my extended family sometimes, Mm -hmm. just because their culture is really different from mine. Mm -hmm. My extended family has, like, never moved ever, and they never travel ever, so they're, like, very, very French. Um, But then when I go to America, um, I find it kind of hard to connect with a lot of my old friends, too, just because... You've outgrown them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed this, am Oh, I have
0: two friends in the States, and it's one who I've known since I was two years old, and my ex... Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm not even sure how close we are anymore because we didn't see each other the last time I went.
1: Yeah. Wait, is it?
0: There's like no, there's no, okay, there's but no but that's what I'm right saying. Left. My ex, I met after I moved. Yeah. So, and those yeah. are the only two people I really keep in contact with. Like, like yeah. consistent contact.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I've only been at this school for like a year and a half now, almost two years. Mm-hmm. But I've found that I've changed like a lot since i Your been culture here.
0: shocks are so deep. I'm over here talking about like tap water. <laughs> no, no, but the thing I, is, I I wrote I don't notice you. the
1: little things like that. How
0: I I find I it really. hard not to.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, because it's it's kind of like a little like ooh like like yeah. literally a shock. Um, oh, for me, yeah. what I wrote: loud Americans. Americans are loud. Dutch people are kind of loud. Dutch people are loud too. But though. but yeah. the vast majority of Europeans aren't that loud. Like at restaurants. Mm-hmm. You've been to an American restaurant slash <gasps> bar? Yeah. TV, TV, Dude, TV. You music, music Seven different songs, yeah. seven different shows. Loud waiters, loud people. And mm-hmm. they're like, and then yeah. he told me, stop yelling.
1: Yeah. No, but the thing is, the thing is, because everyone in America is so loud, it feels like no one's loud.
0: That, and That's why I haven't noticed it so There's much. no public, tra- well, there's very little public transports. Yeah. You have the privacy of your own car, your huge ass home. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, you don't
0: have to be mindful of random people yeah. for the most part. And in situations where you True. would, they've been created mm. to uh, avoid having to be conscious of that. Yeah, yeah. It's cultural. Um, wow. Another one fucking Cheese Whiz. Um, that's what random, but that? what is that? What the fuck is
1: Cheese Whiz? What is Cheese Whiz? Do you don't know. Name. It? It's like jizz. <laughs> <laughs> no, because what is that?
0: If you all know when what, are we gonna
1: talk about that? When frat? are we gonna
0: address? <laughs> <laughs> Can we normalize cheese? No. Jeez, um,
1: it's so gross. You know, I didn't wait, know
0: what cheese was. One second, was. one second, one second. So, for people who don't know what cheese was, is, right, right, right. it's artificial processed canned cheese. Very mm. American. Mm-hmm. Très American. Très mm-hmm. American. American.
1: Yep.
0: I'm <laughs> cultured. Ah. Uh, no, anyway. is. This processed cheese that you spray out of a tube, and it's not like um. it's not like whipped cream where it's like whipped. cheese. It's like you spray it and it's like yeah. wet.
1: Yeah. Cheese. I've never had cheese whiz. No. I'm a vegan. Thi-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but the thi- the thing is, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a real thing. I thought it was only a thing in movies because I'd never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And only like, a thing in movies yeah and like you know my family we buy so much cheese and like really nice cheese France. you know blue cheese fucking comte boursin like all the good Jesus stuff gross. are you serious
0: only mozzarella that's the only thing I miss <gasps> I only miss mozzarella disgusting
1: huh? <laughs> anyways all right. so like I've, nev- I've never seen it before I didn't know it was real. Mm-hmm. How is that real? Do people eat it? Mm-hmm. Just like that, they mm-hmm. spray it in the mouth. I think
0: it's in the Bible Belt.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. only those people. Can we? Okay, but also Twinkies only in the Bible Belt. I've only ever no, seen Twinkies, Twinkies are in the are South. Northern
0: Colorado. People are. People are, are you stabbing
1: serious? Mm-hmm. I've never seen Twinkies
0: like. The only other Twinkie than the South. I want <laughs> is right here. <laughs> um, toilets. Toilet. <gasps> okay. Something on the same Hello. level of disgust.
1: Hello. Hello splashback Mary. The fact that the water level You say splashback Mary. I say splashback Mary.
0: Splashback Mary. When
1: you when you See? when you do your business okay. in the toilet Basinford. and then it splashes up Ogre, back yeah. at you, disgusting. Okay. Disgusting. American toilets
0: have a bunch of water in them and it's unchargeable. Yeah. European toilets only have water
1: in the bottom in the
0: in the Yeah,
1: the little tube spout? thing. not spout. It's no, not, spouting. not spout, it's sucking. Like the the hole at the bottom.
0: Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah. what, last thing, yeah. European toilets have two settings. Number yes. one and number two for yes. flush. The in, the intensity so, of the flush. That's quite presumptuous. So good. You know, everyone's yeah. output. Mm,
1: mm-hmm, mm. Could you explain what you mean by No, output? Dutch
0: directness. Uh, um, yeah. Have you experienced... So when I went to the Netherlands before, I watched a bunch of Dutch culture shock videos and they were like, the Dutch are direct. They're not rude. They're going to say things that, you know are just more direct. But it might be interpreted as rude if you're coming from the States Mm -hmm. or somewhere.
1: Okay, well, me, personally, I've never experienced Dutch directness. I find the Dutch to be, like, really polite. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't find them to be brutally honest at all. No, I've never had Dutch directness. I've never had that. Except that
0: also could be for me because I moved from Germany, and I think German directness is another thing. Yeah. But there was one experience when we went to a cafe... Oh, and the yeah. Guy, but he was also just being passive-aggressive. No, it
1: wasn't even direct, though. It was passive-aggressive. Yeah. He was just like, next time, you should you come like... get the coffee at the front. And, yeah. And then I was going to get it, and he, like, But you know what's funny about was that? I, I follow
0: him on Instagram because really? he works at my favorite cafe, and he's really hot. Are you serious? He's really hot. I follow him on Instagram because I didn't know it was him, by the way. I didn't, like, stalk him. Yeah. But I followed him, and he followed me back. And then I was, like, kind of, like, that day, I was like, is that... Is that, him? Is that him? And then he came he over out? and he was like, if you want to get the coffee next time, that would be nice. We took a quick intermission to fix the lighting and um, because our friend came here. Come say hi. Yes. That's the, there's there's your the camera. camera. Right Just come say hi to the microphone.
2: Oh. Hey. <laughs> I'm Izzy. Oh.
0: Um. Anything you want to say to a, like a, a whopping... 500 listeners
2: oh <laughs> yes I, you know i'm one of those listeners oh. anyway um i would say that <laughs> you yeah,
0: follow me on instagram <laughs> yeah. okay anyway we're gonna we're gonna have some drinks with izzy in a bit so anyway yeah. we were talking about dutch people getting hit by cars mm-hmm. right
2: yes
1: and then we and then we were talking about dutch curse words
0: Oh yeah, cuz they
1: and how they use like diseases to uh-huh. curse you out. And then they add something at the end that's that's personal to you, personal so it can you. be
0: racist, homophobic.
1: I've been that called is. whore a lot after the, oh, like whore.
0: whore. Yeah. Whore. whore. <laughs> this is the promotional video just says yeah. whore the last kind of culture shock that I had. Mm-hmm. I talked about this in the video. Mm-hmm. Um the Pledge of Allegiance.
1: Oh my god, yes. I'm so glad you brought this up because I've always thought that was so culty.
0: No, are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States 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 of America America and and to to the republic Republic for which it stands, one nation nation under God, God, indivisible, indivisible, with liberty liberty and justice justice for all. all. Isn't that terrifying? I cannot believe it. I have children with developing brains. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's get to this. Yeah. Isn't this something that I swear when America actually like grows into like a tween rather than like a toddler? Yeah, because America's young, huh? It is young.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: they're gonna like look at this on history books and be like, um, "The pledge what? of allegiance. What the fuck was that?" Yeah.
1: Hey, nationalism. Yep. <laughs> uh, hey there. That, yeah. So,
0: so if you don't know what the pledge of allegiance is. Um, in in class in elementary they, school, they make middle you stand school, stand up
1: and say look it every at the, morning, face of the American flag every yes. morning
0: under God. Under God. I remember we had kids who followed other yeah. religions besides Christianity or didn't follow religion, and they were saying under God and beneath the ball. Like
1: yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it wasn't every school that I went to. Like when I lived in Ohio, every morning, yeah, every morning they made us say yeah. it. California, and you couldn't not say it. Like they would make you say it. That's. Mm-hmm. Which is very strange. Uh, it is.
0: No 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 no. It's it's fucked up. It's strange. You can't make Just someone so cool. say yeah. freedom of speech. Yeah. Hello. Yeah.
1: But then <laughs> Freedom Calif- of not
0: to speech. Oh. Right uh. right to remain silent. Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah, right to, to remain freedom silent. Freedom of not to speech as <laughs> uh, written in the Constitution. Mm. Okay.
1: Yes. But then in California, we never said it ever. And so I don't know. I don't know. Very strange. Weird, weird. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um this isn't necessarily a culture shock, but this is something I've noticed convenience in the states i feel like the u.s like there's a lot of like everything's bigger in the u.s also true but my biggest takeaway when i go back is everything's convenient i can order everything on my phone there's amazon next day delivery there's Mm -hmm. doordash uber eats but there's some stuff like that here in the netherlands not in germany yeah southern germany at least but everything is made drive-through so many drive-throughs so quick so efficient customer service Mm -hmm. because of the tip system like The convenience in the States, I'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing Mm because short term it's really good. I love when I go back and I can get my like Panera soup Mm -hmm. in five minutes ordering online. But there is an aspect of it where it's like you meet for lunch and it's 30 minutes because they want to turn tables and because everything's so quick. And it's nice to hear to be like, let's go to a cafe for the next three hours. Let's Mm -hmm. go work. Let's go hang out. Let's go read. Let's, you know, it's just nice.
1: You know, it's funny you say that because I've had like kind of the opposite experience. Not totally opposite, but where like... I can't drive, you know, and my parents weren't willing to drive me like mm. everywhere, and I lived pretty far from everything, mm-hmm. so like convenience, not a thing if I couldn't drive. But convenience but here, I could like, I could walk everywhere. I can go to a cafe like right down the street and get something. I can. That's true because you, cause you I mean? live in
0: the city. My point is, American <laughs> culture, you can drive at fifteen, sixteen in the states, which in the scheme of life is very young. So although yeah. our experience hasn't been as convenient because we can't mm-hmm. get ourselves places after the age of sixteen. At your fingertips, I feel like.
1: At your fingertips.
0: Moving, moving on,
1: on to cultural, cultural awareness. awareness. Oh, shut yes. up. Okay,
0: moving on. <laughs> We've done this bit like three times. <laughs> moving on to cultural awareness. What, in your opinion, has been the role of being culturally aware when moving? I don't really
1: have an answer well, to this.
0: Well, I, I feel like when I first moved, because I guess you yeah. were kind of going back and forth. You moved, you lived in two countries at a okay. young age, two continents.
2: Yeah.
0: For me, I'm, I grew up, fully immersed in, in a certain culture, which was a mm-hmm. part of American culture. It was Northern Colorado culture or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to Germany and I feel like at first it's like, I think of like American tourists or like British mm. tourists, like any, any foreign tourists where it's like, there's a lot of things that you may think are weird or that you don't understand. But I've learned through living here that you just have to approach things with much more of an open mind because you realize there's nothing inherently bad or strange about any of this. It's mm. just different than what you're used to. So Okay. Be be respectful. Right. I guess is the bottom okay. line. You know, don't don't go do don't go do like what you do in America. Like dick around in okay. Europe without being intentional about it, if that makes sense.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. I'm still a little confused. Cultural
0: lying. awareness. Just go with that, girl. Improv. <laughs> yes <laughs> and yes and Yes
1: and Okay. Culture. Oh, it's fully red there. Yep. Okay. Cultural <laughs> awareness.
0: Learning languages, you okay. gotta learn German. Okay, well, in Germany, but we haven't been very culturally haven't. aware no, we in the haven't. Netherlands. We
1: haven't. I will not lie to you, guys, all the viewers. Out I don't there, learn.
0: I don't know any Dutch. I have Donkey not Bell, learned all Dutch. she believes Yes, Zudermarka,
1: I've learned conquer. like easy. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> okay. I've learned like. Like you said, little words, little phrases in Dutch, but not like actual Dutch lessons. No. You know, because it's so easy to get by here without learning Dutch. Everyone yeah, speaks English.
0: Well, yeah, but it's that I think saying that sentence, because obviously yeah. most people do speak English. Yeah. Not everyone, but that's that true, seems that's culturally true. unaware. Exactly. But it is true where it's like, if you're living here for a year and a half, which is what you I mean, you're living here for two yeah. years, I'm living here for a year and a half before we leave, and you don't have to learn the language. I know. But I do regret that. I. Me it too. So much. Me every too. day.
1: Every day. Because, yeah. like, there's so many things you miss when you don't speak Dutch, you know? Like, even though a lot of people here speak English, the, the busses are, are in Dutch, the signs are in Dutch. The movies. The movies are in <laughs> Dutch, yeah, yeah. So it's, I don't know, it would be, and also I just really like the Dutch language, so I think it would be, oh, it would have been that's where we it. start to drift. Really?
0: Here's a Dutch crash course. Yeah. <laughs> What'd I say? Nothing crazy. No. Okay. So
1: uh, I, I, have well, a, I would have, well, you would
0: know you don't speak. Dutch. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a, f- a fun language, a funny language. And I love reading it so much. Because it's it's, some of the words are so similar to English, so you can understand a lot of it.
0: And uh, German. So I've actually found that sometimes people say things, and I won't know if they're speaking Dutch, German, or English. Because I'm like, I just heard all three.
1: Mm -hmm. Also, the word for shower in Dutch is the same in French. Douche.
0: Douche. Yeah. And that means something else in gay.
1: Are you shit? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, now we're moving on. You know, you can women can do that too. When I say we're moving on. (laughs)
0: Okay, so our second-to-last subcategory before we get into Instagram questions is...
1: Mm -hmm. No, we have Instagram questions. (laughs) We
0: do have Instagram questions. Oh,
1: my God! I'm full of surprises.
0: Um, (laughs) But along with moving um, Mm -hmm. to different places, you you start to have friends all over. And especially in an international community, those friends that you make Mm -hmm. move elsewhere. So you really do have friends all over. over. Which is so cool in some senses for me because, you know, I can go visit my friends in, like, you know, 25 different countries whenever I have time. Yeah. But there's also the aspect where it's like, for me at least, you miss a lot of people and sometimes you have FOMO. Yeah. Like, have you seen those videos where it's like me getting mad at my friends for hanging out with, without me in a yes. country I don't even live in anymore? All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's been your experience with that?
1: Um. Honestly, so real. Mm-hmm. TBH. And you realize, like... I don't know. When you move, you realize like who's a real one and Mm -hmm. who isn't, kind
0: of. But also, also, it's not so much who's a real one for me. It's more like the value of a relationship.
1: And you just lose touch sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know. You just drift apart or whatever. Things happen. You know what I mean.
0: It's not so bad in the sense where it's like if I want to keep in touch with someone, I know I will. Yeah. You know, you're in control of that. Always. But I think that living abroad and moving around has kind of reframed my entire dynamic of all my friendships because Mm -hmm. I've kind of met friends in um a in a setting that i know is impermanent you know it's like i know that i'm only going to know go to school with you at least for a year and a half Mm -hmm. now this this may differ which we'll get into in a bit because isa and i have some future plans but when you meet people with the understanding that in a year or two you're going to move away it kind of creates a different friendship dynamic and either you get close really quickly or you maybe hold yourself back yeah um Mm. but Back to, like, long-distance friendships. I hate that. I hate having long-distance friendships. Yeah. I am so bad at texting. I don't like texting. Me
1: neither. It's I'm so I'm really irritating. bad with FaceTiming, too.
0: So, yeah, my two... Yeah. I have two really close friends back in Germany. I have a lot of close friends that are, are really sweet, but I have two that I've, like, you know, mm-hmm. I hung out with so much. And even, like, the, the people who I consider myself closest to, I haven't called in two or three months, which is kind of... Yeah. Maybe two months. But it's it's hard to make time to like call someone on a device. It's yeah. just a I don't know, and I, I also agree. didn't meet them online. Like my internet friends, you got I had Carmen on a couple weeks ago, um, who I met online. And I think if you establish a relationship online, you're used to talking online. But when you establish a relationship in person, mm-hmm. translating that online, you will text. You'll text me like six paragraphs of a story.
1: Oh yeah. I'll read them
0: and then talk to you the next day. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Like, exactly. It's just not my
0: thing. Mm-hmm. So, but I have had to overcome that. This is such a formidable problem.
1: I know it really is being a bad texter. We're, oh my god! We're oh so my red-led. one
0: thousand. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh but, Moving on. <laughs> okay.
1: But you know, even though it's like sad that we have, like our friends are far away, they're not with us, and like it's hard to keep in contact with them. I still love it when you're going somewhere and you're like, you Oh have my a god, friend. I have a friend here, and then you reunite, and it's like this beautiful. This beautiful thing, you
0: know. All right, calm down. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I visited. I mean, almost everywhere I go now. Anywhere I travel yeah. in Europe, I have someone who lives there. It's really cool. Too good. It's really cool. You want to join in? You want to? You can ask this question. Actually, come here. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're we're having Izzy join us for this one. Um, it's a, it's a serious question. You're gonna have to get in near. You
2: mm-hmm. know. Okay.
0: Uh, okay. So last last little subcategory before we get into Instagram questions, okay. what advice would the two of you have? To someone who is moving abroad. Because, wait, hold up. L- l- sorry. Let me formally introduce Izzy.
2: Hi. This no. is Izzy.
0: Where have you lived, Izzy?
2: Um, well, I was born in the UK.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And mm-hmm. I moved straight to Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, ages one to three. Mm-hmm. And I guess I've just been moving around sort of all over my life. All over my
0: life. All <laughs> all my- what if causes <laughs> in my daily What life? if causes in my daily So you lived in?
2: India, Costa Rica... Uh, the Netherlands, the Netherlands um, Russia, England, all over. UK, France.
0: So, France, right. Right, yeah. Crazy. Right. I always
1: forget that. Right? Yeah. Right? Isn't
0: that crazy? Too um, so yeah, too what? Too. so you've moved around, we've all moved around. What oh. advice would the two of you have? Just a quick little okay. thing uh, for anyone who's moving abroad.
2: Advice?
1: <laughs> um, do I have to start?
2: Do you have something to Well, go. I think I just learning to adjust to new cultures mm-hmm. and like surroundings because also living in different places i was always like either cold or warm oh, and it yeah. was either like, two, like a mix of the yeah it mm-hmm. was a mix of the two so i don't know just like, kind of learn to adjust and i think it'll be so much easier from there yeah mm-hmm. mine's
0: similar i was just gonna say go in either with an open mind or with Shut no up. expectations well it's, it's true yeah, because it's if so you true. go in with expectations i went here with expectations and they yeah. were not met yeah but I fostered something else that was beautiful, and it's kissing my hand right now on, <laughs> on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, no, 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 but I think it is true. If you go in with a certain idea of what something's going to be like, or a hope, or um, with a, a closed mindset um, yeah. where you're not open to other possibilities, it's just going to taint your experience, at least for a bit. So mm-hmm. I think with that, whatever my next move is, I'm going to have to realize, like, got to go into it with an open mind. Yeah.
1: What about you? Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna say similar things to what you guys said, but another one would probably be to like n- try not to compare your old home with your new home too much. Mm-hmm. Because I find that like at least when I move, when I start comparing the two, even if they're so like different, you know, vastly different from each other, mm-hmm. I think it's like hard to integrate because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, but this thing was so much better where I used to live and this thing is so much better, like, whatever, you know? Yeah, um, there's pros and cons. Exactly, there's pros and cons to everything. And I feel like if you're living in a place, you just look at it with, like, clean slate, kind of, and just appreciate mm-hmm. what it has to offer yeah. itself, you know?
0: Very nice. Yeah. Thank you, Izzy. Thank you, Izzy. All right, and the final section of this little episode, we have some questions on Instagram. I asked mm-hmm. you guys for questions on at cameras dot pod, mm-hmm. and I chose five. So I think we can, you know, we can elaborate. Work with it. Yeah. Yeah. So the first question was, "What is our favorite memory together?" What's <gasps> oh. yours? Do you have a favorite? Oh my
1: god, I don't know if I have a favorite. I have a favorite. You have a favorite? What is it? Tell me. Yes. Guess. Uh huh. Actually, wait. I think maybe I do have a favorite.
0: Let me let me preface it. Um, okay. Uh, men in wigs.
1: <gasps> oh, the Trixie and Katya live show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that memory. That was really fun.
0: Izzy and I went to the the Trixie and Katya live show. Izzy. <laughs> <gasps> okay. Bye. It was okay. Really Izzy. nice. <laughs> stop. Being stop. Right. Stop. <laughs> I'm like, this is one of my closest friends, gets her name wrong, (laughs) forgets her name. It's okay, we
1: have very similar, you know, sometimes I accidentally call myself Izzy.
0: When do you refer to (laughs) yourself in the third (laughs) person? No,
1: remember when, (laughs) no, but like, remember when I was like, Edith, uh, Celia, uh, Issa, remember that? And you were like, what the fuck? You went through every name except yours.
0: yeah. But why were you talking why about yourself? Why was I talking about myself? I don't know. Let's not dive into know, that. Let's no. talk about cross-dressers. <laughs> um, okay. That's, uh, anyway, um, so we went to the Tricks and Katcha show, which are, <laughs> you know, if you don't know that, it's two drag queens, so uh, r- really exciting stuff. Um, so good. No, it was so fun. It was so the, fun. Afterwards, it was a bit of a mess getting home, but we don't yeah, need to talk about that. We, no, we don't. It was just really fun. Mm-hmm. You heard about that? Yeah. It mm-hmm. was horrifying. Mm-hmm. I got home
1: at 3 a.m., like, drenched from The pouring rain outside yeah, because I was out. All it was night. bad, it was but bad. let's
0: not focus on that. No. Um, we we went and I, I basically played it off as my gift to her for her birthday. Meanwhile, <laughs> was. she was like she was like accompanying me. No, but it no, was such a good because I basically yeah. begged you. I found out they yeah. were going on sale and there were only like 12 tickets left, and somehow there was one in like the 13th row and the rest were yeah. in the back. So I was, I bought the tickets and then I asked her, so I was like, <laughs> I will pay for your ticket, please. And then it happened to be <laughs> yeah. like a week from her birthday, and I was like, Birthday gift. <laughs> like, like, to, so it was actually a win-win for me. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. I loved that. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, but one thing that sucked about that, I don't know yeah. if this is Trix and Katy's fault, but when we got there, remember they gave us a token? And they were like, this oh, is for yeah. drinks. And we were like, free drinks. Yeah.
1: No, they literally said Our tickets were 80 drinks. euro each.
0: So yeah. I paid 160. Yeah. And they were like, here's a token for drinks. We go up there and it's 10 euros for the cocktail. Yeah. And I was like. That
1: was strange. I didn't huh. really understand Oh. Yeah. So then
0: I ended, you know, another 20 or we added another mm-hmm. 20. Yeah. Anyway, that was just another first world problem. Yeah. Um and another person asked who moved to the Netherlands. It's
1: my turn to say my favorite memory.
0: Oh shit. All right, go for Whoa. it. Sorry. I'm very sorry. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyways, um I mean, there's so many. And the one you said was really good, but uh I really liked when we went to that beach that one day when after the summer ended. Do you remember with Yocom? Yeah.
0: That mm-hmm. was so Not much with. fun. Yeah. Not with we met. We saw a him friend there. of ours worked at. Yeah. Okay, relevant. We went it to irrelevant. a beach. Yeah. It's actually on this channel, uh, on my oh, YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, it's yeah. called a back to school week in the Netherlands, I believe. Something like that. So we went to a beach. Um, yeah. But we hadn't hung out much before no, that. We no, we hadn't.
1: No, and I say that's like one of my favorite memories because that's when we started like becoming really close. Mm-hmm. I think because mm-hmm. before then we were friends, but like I don't know, something shifted that day. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had an April spritz that day. Yes, Full circle, if you will. Full circle. Uh, Oh, no, I didn't. Because I was 17. Uh. Also, what? (laughs) Who said that? No one. Um, Uh, Moving on. Okay. (laughs) Um, Who moved to the Netherlands first and how did you guys meet? So we know that you did. But how did we meet? Oh, we also went over that. You complimented my outfit.
1: Oh, yeah. I complimented your outfit. And then you got my Instagram. And then we hung out like two days later. She invited
0: me. To the Hague, which was really sweet, with our friend Sally.
1: Yeah. Which was
0: really sweet. What do you think of the Netherlands? Someone asked. We, they asked what we think of the Netherlands.
1: Oh, okay. Well, personally, I love the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Hague, and I love Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. I think they're such beautiful cities. And I think... I love the Hague. I love it so much. And it, I think the people are... Haag. <laughs> ah! Ah! You know, I used to spell Den Haag wrong every time. How do you spell it? I would put the U before the G.
0: You mean the Hague. There's no yeah, U in the Danach. Hague. No,
1: no, the Hague. Yeah.
0: The U before the G. Yeah. Instead the Hague. Hague the, the The Hague. The Hague. <laughs> the, Hague. The, Hague. <laughs> the, Hague. the Hague. Yeah. yeah.
1: But anyways, I, I think they're really beautiful cities. And there's, like, they're big, but they feel so, like, homey, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think the people are really kind of here. Well, this
0: is nice because it's enough of a yeah. city to have, like, a lot of life going on and yeah. a lot of shops and restaurants. Oh, um, my
1: God. And there's there's a Moroccan section in the Hague that I love. Is that to the go bakery we went to? Yes. They Medicaid. have the best food there. The yeah. best donor. The best specimen. It's so good. The the bread. L- yeah.
0: Okay. Of okay. City. Yeah. Well, the white boy doesn't know what that is. <laughs> so bad. Um. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's a really cool city. I yeah. love the Netherlands. I yes. think they need to change the name because I n- can't n- say it. N- n- I keep saying the Netherlands. Yeah. The Netherlands. Your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't know how to kiss, just say the Netherlands.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the fact that, like you said, it's so loud, there's so much going on, but then also it's so easy to take a breather from Mm -hmm, everything, mm -hmm. you know, from the city, from the life. You know the spots. Too good. The public transportation is so amazing. So good. You disagree?
0: Uh, this bus was canceled. This bus was canceled. Okay, There's okay. 850 no, no, people only, on this that's bus. That's only
1: now. That's only now. The trains though. are canceled. Like, they're
0: striking. After they're, after, they're striking again after no, COVID. After, yeah,
1: but they're that's They're always
0: striking. No, 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 now, no. no, no public,
1: Before, at the beginning. Like, There's a lot
0: of public transport. There's just yeah. no one driving it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's a um, whole other issue in itself. Like Yeah, that, in the Netherlands. Yeah, that needs to, in the Netherlands. Um, but yeah, anyways, I could go on all day about how much I love in the Netherlands. I really do. I love mm-hmm. it here. I think I'd move back here, like, after uni.
0: I would love to don't. move back to Amsterdam, because I haven't had the, the Dutch experience. Yeah, you know?
1: I agree. I'd want to learn Dutch the second time I'd come back here if I did. Yeah. Ja, goed,
0: lekker. we got two more. This Let's one's see. more for you. Um, okay. Someone asked, does moving get easier every time that you do it?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Do you Just think it's relative to the place? Definitely, definitely. The people, the place. Just because, like, I don't know. I think... In fact, I think maybe it gets harder every time because you make new friends at this new place and then it's time to go again. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, all your friends are spread so thin, like everywhere. I would say no, too. Yeah. yeah, And like you said, it's all about the place, you know, like the like living here is so great. But when I moved to Ohio, like that was not great, you know, and that was. Shocker. Yeah, <laughs> shocker.
0: Ohio, yeah. not great.
1: Oh my God, who knew? <laughs> Sorry um, to all the Ohioans.
0: All right. But... Last question. Mm-hmm. Do we oh, are know... you not
1: going to
0: answer that question? Oh, I said I, I think it would be the same too. It's
1: the same. Yeah. I
0: well, I mean, my personal experience was that it was harder the second time because I had an expectation, but right. maybe the third time it would be easier. But that's also my own decision. You know, I'm not yeah. moving with my family, so.
1: Like you said, I think just it's very relative. Have, yeah, it's relative and just like don't have too high of expectations. But if
0: you move a lot, I think Because 'cause we've both moved f you've moved a fair amount, I've moved a bit. Mm-hmm. But someone who's moved like maybe ten times, maybe it does get easier after a while, a while, because they've learned yeah. they've really, you know That's true. Gotten good at all of these yeah. things I'm talking about.
1: But. Like Celia, my sister, I talked about I talk about her so much. I'm sorry. But Celia has moved like a ton of times, like over 10
0: for Mm -hmm. sure she lived in norway ethiopia
1: yeah norway ethiopia france the netherlands new york uh london no new york was only like a month or two
0: but Um, yeah it's going around
1: utah like just all over the place all over the place um and she loves it she loves living on the road she, like, I don't know. It's really her lifestyle. So it seems it's very relative. So it is very much relative. It's also it's also depending on the type of person you are, mm-hmm. you know? Moving yeah. isn't for everyone. You know, my oldest sister, she's staying put. She's not going anywhere. But she also
0: has moved, so she knows that. I think it's yeah. it's always good to expose yourself to anything that, that's yeah. different than you. And for you can sure. do that within a place, but it's mm-hmm. easier to do that if you throw yourself into a new environment. You yeah.
1: Know? And, you know, to go on a tangent a little bit that's, like, still related to this, is that um, a lot of, I find, like, a lot of people think it's hard to find, like, a partner or new friends when you move around a lot um, and Mm -hmm. very, like, frequently. Um, Oh,
0: more options.
1: Yeah, more options. Hello. Also, like, a lot of people, you'd be surprised by how many people are more open to that lifestyle, you know? A lot of people think that, like, Long-distance long relationships are hard, which they are, but there's a lot of people who are willing to move around with you. But if you're, you're both
0: moving around, around a lot, too. We yeah. talked about long-distance relationships with my friends, Juan and Ryland,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, a couple episodes ago. Did I say Ryland? I meant to say Ryland. I know, kidding, but regardless. Um, <laughs> and they, they put it, great, so you should listen to that episode. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's all relative to your person and exactly. your experience and exactly. what you want. It's raining, because we're in the Netherlands, if you can hear that. <sighs> Too good. All right, last question, Isla.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, someone asked if we know where we're going to move next. <gasps> this is exciting. This is exciting. You go first. Okay.
1: Well, I recently got accepted into a university in Berlin, Germany. Um, so that's where I'm going to be for the next four and a half years.
0: So, yeah, you've committed. So I've committed. She accepted. Yeah. she accepted the acceptance.
1: You know those videos where that they, like... Put on the news of sports kids like get, committing to universities, and then they have the hats laid out with the brand of not the brand, the logo of the university, and they're like, "I've committed to Harvard or whatever." You know? No. No, you haven't. Izzy has. No, I Izzy don't. Has. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Bailey. What?
0: Brooklyn and Bailey.
1: Brooklyn and Bailey.
0: No. <laughs> Are those like the the girls who like to say how to wear makeup in a God honoring way? What? No.
1: Oh my God. Girl defined. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're talking
0: we're about? We're gonna then? have to do a second episode. Have you seen yes. Trixie reacting to uh, Girl Defined?
1: I saw. A, I Ow. saw a clip Hi of finger. it. finger. Okay, okay. Okay. Oh. Anyways, yes. So I'm committed to this university in Berlin. I'm so excited. We like the time we went was the last weekend. Was the first time that I'd been to Berlin. When ever. we went to Berlin, yeah. Yeah, and. I was really scared that I was really building it up in my head just because I'd heard like a lot of good things. Yeah, about you didn't it. visit. Yeah, I didn't visit before committing. A little risky. I did. You did. So, and he told me all about it.
0: So this was crazy. I was looking at this university because it's a media school. Yeah. Um, but it also does fashion, which you're going to, you know, study in fashion. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously. Obviously. But what's so crazy is uh, I was, I literally went to visit this school. And I had told, I mean, we talk every day. I was like, I'm going yeah. to Berlin. I'm going to visit university. And she was like, cool, have fun, <laughs> la, 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 whatever. Yeah. And I get back and she's like, it's so crazy. I'm actually looking at a university in Berlin, too. Yeah. It's the same university.
1: It's the same university. And we didn't talk. Yeah. And
0: I was like, girl, you should have come to Berlin. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, no, because I
1: was looking at a lot of schools in Italy, too, because Italy is like the center of fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, Milan, like, there's so many good schools for fashion over there. Um... But this school just looked so cool. And then he went to visit and he showed me like so many pictures and videos and just like a lot of information about them. And I don't know. I was convinced.
0: I love the school. Yeah. Me, I don't know where I'm going to move yet, but I know okay. it's going to be one of five places. Mm-hmm. Um, which are? Which are Boston, Massachusetts, oh. New York, New York, like New York City. Yep. Uh, London, UK. Yeah. Berlin, Germany. Or Madrid, Spain. So okay. you that is on Quite standby. A list. I'm still working on applications, because every time Mm -hmm. I frickin' submit one, they ask for three more essays. Yep. Drowning in papers. Uh Uh-huh. And that's my status. But I'm so happy for Issa. There's a chance that we're gonna go to university together. Yes, I'm praying. if so, we're probably gonna grab an apartment.
1: Yeah, together. So you better go to Berlin.
0: You don't pressure me, because I seriously, I I can't have that pressure.
1: You're right. (laughs) But also...
0: But also, take your cold hand (laughs) off me. And stop. I have to make this decision for myself. You're
1: right. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. But anyways, just think of the raves. Just think of
0: the raves. The raves. The raves will go to. I'm thinking <gasps> of the vegans. Oh my
1: god, wait. Okay. In Berlin. When we went to Berlin, our photography no, teacher told no, us. No, no, no. No, no, no. Our photography teacher took us <laughs> to visit a rave. A rave. At like 11 in the morning, right? And people were walking out of the rave. Well, wait. I first of all, well, like...
0: she went to take us to this warehouse yeah. rave to take photos. And there were yeah. like sketchy things on the floor mm-hmm. and people were coming out no, of this and there rave. was a
1: sign that said no no photos, photos. and she's
0: like just be discreet with you
1: yeah, yeah. she was like let's just sneak on in she's a funny one but yeah she is i love her i um, love her anyway anyways yeah so we're at this rave at 11 in the morning right and then i'm like oh it's a little early in the day to be going to a rave
0: <laughs> izzy was in berlin too and izzy and i were like girl they're getting out of the rave she has a lot to learn before she moves yeah, to Berlin. I,
1: I'm been to a rave I've never seen a rave but yeah and I'm so excited for the vegan t- food too I'm mm-hmm. so excited I love vegan
0: food alright yeah. Issa yes. seriously thank you so much for coming on today oh, no goodness. this was the most ugh, I, I don't want to say the most but recording mm-hmm. in person this is my first in person guest episode hopefully yes. more to come first video episode this is really a trailblazer for the yes. Cut the Cameras podcast and I had such a fun time I wore my signature Cut the Cameras outfit on the cover um, oh, wait, <laughs> Uh, and the Aperol's hitting, so we have to go. It is. Um, we're going to go have a little cute <laughs> cocktail night. Yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this. This was so fun to record.
2: It was
1: so
0: much fun. And if you guys want to see Issa back on the pod, we have a lot to talk about. We got Cheese Whiz. What yep. were we just saying? We got... um ri- Well, ri- Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, before that... Trixie
1: and Katya. T- so much cross Trixie dressers, and Katya.
0: Girl Defined.
1: Yep. there's a lot there's a lot so
0: we won't run out of content if you guys want to see more and if you're on youtube thank you so much for watching and be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for more video episodes in the future and i will see you guys next wednesday for episode 10 thank you for listening goodbye thank you so
1: much bye